Hello, my name is Roderick Caesar III, and I'm the senior pastor of Bethel Gospel Tabernacle. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. I hope that you are encouraged, challenged, and inspired by this message. Most of all, I pray that you would hear from God today and that your faith would be strengthened. Thanks for joining us. Enjoy the word. God bless. Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Forgiveness, the final frontier. Amen? These first of the seven words spoken from the cross were uttered while Jesus had nails driven through his hands and feet. Near death, Jesus prayed, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. The concept of forgiveness is mentioned some 129 times in the Bible. Why? Because Jesus knew that it would be one of the hardest things we as Christians would be called upon to do. For those of you who are Star Trek fans, you might remember that the introduction of each episode of the Star Trek series, Captain Kirk could be heard saying, space, the final frontier. The mission was to explore strange new worlds, to seek out new life and civilizations, and to boldly go where no man had gone before. For the believer, the follower of Jesus Christ, we can think of forgiveness as the final frontier. It is the hurdle we must all cross if we are to be his disciples. Amen? It is an act that we cannot accomplish without the indwelling and inner working of the Holy Spirit. It is a place in the human heart that we can only boldly go once we ourselves have been forgiven, been thoroughly washed in the blood and have crucified our own flesh. For the believer, forgiveness is the final frontier and unforgiveness is the demon that we must conquer or it will conquer us. It is a stronghold that will strangle us. It is, as someone once said, it's like drinking poison yourself and waiting for the other person to die. Forgiveness is the Christian attribute that we must master or it will master us, denying us ultimately of the destiny that God has planned. A frontier is a line or a border that separates two countries like the United States and Canada or North America and South America, or China and India. Unforgiveness separates us from God and from one another. A frontier also represents the extreme limit or understanding or achievement in a particular area. A frontier attitude then is described as a desire to conquer, to forgive an offense, test the very limits of our Christianity and the authenticity of our faith. It goes beyond our understanding. And unless we have been born again, it seems incomprehensible and even impossible. But with God, we know that we are more than conquerors and all things are possible. The last frontier is also a part of a country or region that is the last to be settled. When Jesus died on the cross, our sin debt was once and for all settled. Amen? And as it relates to how we are to forgive one another, we must settle this matter of unforgiveness 
once and for all in our hearts. We don't have to feel it. We just have to make up our minds to do it. And once we make up our minds to obey God in the area of unforgiveness, our hearts will follow. I ask you, who are you holding hostage through the sin of unforgiveness today? What debt remains unsettled between you and your spouse, between you and a child, a parent, a friend, a coworker, a neighbor, or even a brother or sister in Christ? Father, forgive them for they know not what to do. Now hanging on the cross, Jesus was about to complete the mission that his father had given him and go where no man had gone before and do what no man had ever done before or after him. He now had the opportunity to perfectly exemplify what he had so often taught his disciples to do as he did in his Sermon on the Mount when he told them to love your enemies and to pray for those who persecute you. It is possible to love those who hate you. It is possible to pray for those who hurt you. How, how can we do this? Because they do not know what they are doing. But I wanna assure you this morning that God knows what he is doing in you and he knows what he's doing in me. He's working all things together for our good and for his glory. He is making the crooked places straight in our lives and the rough places smooth. He is making beauty from ashes and like Jesus, we are learning obedience through the things that we suffer. What made Jesus's words on the cross different from any other dying man was that Jesus didn't need to say, Father, forgive them, or forgive me rather, for he was sinless, but he became sin that we could become the righteousness of God. He prayed, Father, forgive them. It was time for Jesus to practice what he had preached, to his disciples as he walked with them during his earthly ministry, thereby modeling how we too are to forgive. Jesus's death on the cross brought reconciliation to all mankind that would have forever been separated from God. We are to be reconciled to God through Jesus's shed blood and death on the cross, and we are therefore to be reconciled to one another. The Bible tells us that if we have anything against a brother or sister, we must make it right before we can offer any gift or form of worship to God. First Corinthians 13 makes that point even stronger when it says that without love, of which forgiveness is a byproduct, we are nothing but sounding brass or tinkling cymbal. And if that were not enough, when asked by Peter how many times he should forgive, Jesus answered, I tell you, not seven times, but 70 times seven. And when you stand praying, the Bible says, if you hold anything against anyone, forgive them so that your father in heaven may forgive your sins. But if you do not forgive, neither will your father in heaven forgive you. I want to end with an acrostic for forgive. F, forget those things which are behind. Don't rehearse the past. O, Obey God, humble yourself before God and he will lift you up. Why? The omniscient God sees and bottles every tear. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. You say, but Reverend Renee, I can't magnify. Uh, my pain is too deep, but I wanna invite you to this morning to magnify the Lord. Let us exalt his name together because when you magnify him, your problems get smaller and he gets bigger, amen? He begins to heal your wounded heart. 
are. Remember, all have sinned. You have sinned. I have sinned. And we all have fallen short of the glory of God. Remember that God is faithful. He is the righteous judge who will always do what is right. Leave the offense and the offender in his hands. G, give grace. Luke 6 and 38 says, given it shall be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over, will it be put into your bosom? For with the same measure that you use, it will be measured back to you. Forgive generously and you will receive forgiveness generously. I invite the Holy Spirit into your situation. Take your hands off. As we've often heard, let go and let God stand still and see the salvation of the Lord for the battle is not yours. It is the Lord's. V, vengeance belongs to God. He says he will repay. Never repay evil for evil, but evil with kindness. He will vindicate you in due season and in the meantime, walk in your victory. And finally, enjoy your life. Don't allow unforgiveness to rob you of joy and peace. Jesus said, beloved, I wish above all things that you would prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. It is the enemy who comes to steal, to kill and destroy. But Jesus said, I have come to give you life and that more abundantly. Forgiveness, the final frontier. Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. God bless you and amen. Hello again, it's Pastor Roderick, and I hope that you were blessed by this message. If so, please subscribe to our podcast for more updates and to stay current with what God is doing in our ministry. You can also partner with us and give to the ministry by texting BGTFI to 77977. That's BGTFI to 77977. Visit our website at BGTFI.us for more information. Thanks and God bless.